0: Brexit means Brexit, and we are going to make a success of it. The Brexit Secretary Dominic Raab has resigned. The government, Mr. Speaker, is in chaos. We will
1: make Brexit. Brexit a success. Please, I beg you. Check
0: that Scotland can Scotland be ignored on an issue as important as our membership of the EU and the single market. Then it is clear that our voice and our interests can be ignored at any time and on any issue.
1: Hello national readers and welcome to our election special podcast where we're going to be looking at basically everything that happened last night. We are recording on Monday following the EU election results which has been a resounding success for the SNP as well as bringing back politicians in the Brexit party, the Liberal Democrats and the Tories who will all be going off to represent Scotland at the European parliament my name is Stephen Payton and joining me around the table is the editor of The National Callum Baird hello and our community's editor Shona Craven hello and as always if you do want to support the paper you can do so by subscribing to The National online and helping contribute to our 10,000 steps campaign which you can find out about on our website so kicking things off the results have come in we have our six MEPs is there I mean what what do you think the sort of message from last night is
2: um, in Scotland I, I think, um, I was just scribbling, I was just doing a sort of little order of, of how well I think the parties have done. I think it's a good night for the SNP, um, I think uh, well, clearly they've increased their vote share, um, three MEPs, uh, when you think there's, there's, there's only six to get, you know, three is pretty good. Uh, Lib Dems did well, Brexit party we all know about did well, uh, really well in England and actually not bad in Scotland. Um, probably Greens in Scotland probably had a bit of a disappointing night um, I think they, they thought they were going to win a seat and uh, I suppose when you look at the sort of European context and even the UK context, the Greens were making big ground everywhere except for Scotland it seems It was, um, it was really
1: weird because it was sweeping across Europe yeah. um, Ireland, England and then it kind of got to here where there's already a good foundation for the Greens and it just didn't seem to materialise
2: Well I think, uh, you, you, to take the sort of UK comparison, I suppose in the UK if you don't like Tories if you don't like Labour and you still hate the Lib Dems for everything they did in coalition and you want to vote for our main party then you've got the Greens and I suppose those people in Scotland have the SNP to vote for as an alternative which doesn't exist in England so I I think it's probably probably a bit of that but I still think they'll be they'll they'll look at today and think "Mm, we we should have done a bit better there Um, and Tories I do you know I think I think terrible in the UK. I think probably the Scottish Tories will sort of think it's okay. They've they've kept their seat, so they've actually not lost any seats. Um, Their vote share's gone down, but I suppose it's not been a disaster. Um, But it has been a disaster for Scottish Labour, who have just absolutely collapsed, um, as many people predicted. Don't know what they're doing in Brexit. They don't have a clear Brexit policy, and uh, basically voters on both sides just giving them a kicking.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean I think the I'm sure I read some predictions that there might be two Brexit party MEPs for Scotland at one point, and maybe that was just a dodgy poll. But um I think the fact that we've got just the one I mean, we had David Coburn before, it's not like we've had a, you know, strong hit rate of brilliant MEPs. So I don't think that's um too disastrous, really.
1: Yeah, I mean that that's actually one of the things I don't think has been talked about enough is that Scotland did have a UKIP. MEP and it has now just switched over to Brexit and even looking actually at the result across the whole of the UK, like UKIP lost 24% of their vote share compared to last time lost everything uh, and the Brexit party gained 31%. Mm-hmm. It's not really that much, it's only about 6% and that's coming from the Tories, um, They kind of hard Brexiteers in there who just kind of want to get things through. I don't think it's as big a shift when you break it down into that as it looks like. You know, we're not looking at this like real hardening of far-right rhetoric, it's just People moving from UKIP over to the Brexit Party because UKIP have kind of been taken over by a bunch of YouTube personalities, none of which got a seat. So hey. that was
0: uh,
1: that was a nice outcome. Um, but 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 speaking of like again coming back to Scotland specifically the messaging because the way we've kind of seen it talked about it, there's been a a good bit of spin on this with everyone kind of trying to claim victory in their own way. I think the Lib Dems like Willie Rennie just straight up said this was a big win for the Liberal Democrats in Scotland, which is. Good for you, Willie. But I mean, look at the Tories. The Tories are kind of spinning this as this is a message that we have to get on with Brexit. But in Scotland, that that just doesn't fly here. Mm. Like we we overwhelmingly elected only. <laughs> um, well, well, the the, the not message, only, but mostly pro-European. The message from the, the the
2: the Ruth Davidson party was, you know, vote for us and send Nicola Sturgeon a message that we don't want any more referendums. And well, they've sort of sent a message, but it's more been like well, we think you're doing not too bad a job, Nicola Sturgeon.
1: It's (laughs) not the message Ruth Davidson wanted to send. No, (laughs) no, I mean, that's
0: such a tactical error because no one forced her to try and pretend this was a proxy independence vote. That's not what the SNP were trying to frame it as, even though if they had, it might have worked out quite well for them. I I mean, nobody's voting for the SNP. Well, maybe that's untrue. Maybe in this election, people who are not in favour of independence nonetheless lent their vote to the SNP. But... I'd. Yeah, it was such a an own goal, Boris Davidson, to frame it that way. I mean, everyone agreed this was a proxy people's vote, a proxy second EU referendum, so why she tried to make it something else when that could only backfire on her, I don't understand at all. Hmm.
1: Well, it was, they were kind of just doing the whole, like, no to all referendums, like, vote, vote Tory for no referendums at all, which also didn't really work out. Um, but, yeah, the, the, the spin has been really interesting, and, and like, from the SNP side of it as well, obviously they're kind of reading this as a message of people in Scotland want to stay in Europe. Like That's how they're reading it. And I don't think that's an unfair reading either, no. given that you know the majority of MEPs going back to the European Parliament are SNP and the Liberal Democrats, who are also in favour of staying in the EU and then the Tories, which have been a bit of a mess in this yeah, as well.
2: The, yeah. r- the Remain parties, so yeah. uh, SNP, uh, Greens, Lib Dems, uh, I think Change UK got about 1.5% of the whole, so you can add yeah, them in you one as well. About
1: 4% across the whole of yeah. the UK. I did want to talk about this because... I just can't get past Change UK and how yeah. well they it's are. It's funny how they, they, they've just started to think, oh, maybe we should join with the Lib Dems after <laughs> all.
2: You know, they're just a complete bunch of chances, aren't they? Because, cause, uh, you know, two months ago when they launched, they were saying, oh, no, Lib Dems are toxic. We don't. We need a, a different party. And now that they're, they're, there's this kind of seeming Lib Dem resurgence, all of a sudden they want to join. So, um, yeah, chances.
1: Absolutely. Um, the The Sterling Tories had a particularly interesting take on the on, on the result today namely that uh, nobody won nobody won at all and um, that was because uh, I think the way they were framing it was that the S hadn't particularly moved forward it was a depressed turnout and so on except that actually it was a higher turnout than last time so that doesn't really kind of fly I mean yeah, for me I saw, that's, I saw that's
0: Jackson Carlo last night on the 9 saying oh well, hardly anyone turned out to vote so this result doesn't matter and you just think oh come on you're getting a bit desperate here
2: I know, that's just that's not how elections work and now you know that's and the, I did I did enjoy these uh, the Sterling Tories because they're just clearly very 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 upset today aren't they but um, well, they're, they're not they're not doing well yeah they're getting quite a lot of stick on Twitter about it it's very very funny and we've got a, we've got an article on the site which is well worth a read but yeah just absolutely throwing the toys at the pram don't believe the SNP spin. <laughs> it's like, well, they've got you know nearly three times the number of votes as anybody else. It's uh, it's not. They really don't need spin to spin yet. that. <laughs> you know, we don't.
1: Well,
0: they could spin it as this is a vote for independence, but I don't think that. Well, I mean, Ian, well. Bla- Ian Blackford has already. <laughs> <laughs> is that, well, okay. He's already out, and
1: he's just like you know this just uh, just is not sort of pouring concrete onto the idea that um we have to have another independence referendum. yeah, I yeah. agree. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I mean, obviously, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone on this team was probably going to agree. Um, but exactly. But again, coming back to this map, like looking at the map again when you kind of had the results coming in, it, to me, it was just the Brexit referendum all over again. Where you look at that map of the United Kingdom, and all it shows is that Scotland is just doing its own thing and taking its own path in a different direction from the rest of the UK. And it's really solidified this idea that, that your independence is the only way we're going to go off and really achieve what we're trying to do. And I think that's something everyone's going to be taken away from this again. We were kind of talking
2: about this in conference earlier today, weren't we? We were just saying like it's, it's almost as if England just needs to have a No Deal Brexit, and it needs to have Boris Johnson as Prime Minister just to get out of its system. You know, <laughs> just it's something that it has to go through um, because they, they they almost they've convinced themselves that this is a great thing, and until it actually happens and it fails miserably, then uh, then then, then they're always going to kind of dream of that, you know, the grass kind of being greener. Unfortunately, we are still attached to them, so that's the, that's the only problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, the, the, the election picture, and I haven't started working on the front page for tomorrow, but it's almost certainly going to be that. It's a it's a tale of two countries, isn't it? It's, it's Scotland, um, bright yellow, wee bit of orange in the, in the northeast for the Lib Dems, and uh, the rest of the country, almost all Brexit Party uh, they're using a nice kind of teal I quite like the colour they're using for the mm-hmm. Brexit Party I don't know if that's um uh, not going to make me vote for it I them, mean that's how they get
1: you <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the exactly. graphic design well, they did in. as well no, no, no they do though they do though
2: Stephen because because I don't know if you saw the the the, the ballot paper had a mm-hmm. little the arrow didn't it what are point you saying about the voters calendar? No, if, you, if you I'm point an
0: arrow to something they go oh okay
2: I'm saying the Brexit Party are slick, professional, and are very good in contrast to some of the other political parties in the UK. Like some of the
0: ones who didn't even have a logo. Or Change UK. Change
1: (laughs) change UK and a No no logo. Now we're going to join the Lib Dems. Or or for Change Now. I think they're also going by that in some places.
0: What change? The change that is staying the same? I.e. staying in the EU? It doesn't even make any sense. I think
1: the only thing that they changed up was... Changing their name several times yeah. within a few weeks of an election. That's the only thing they've done differently from any other party so changing far. Changing
2: party. I mean, it's changing party.
1: Yeah. Changing party. Yeah. But, like we say, that's the result. It's, it is pretty historic. I know Nicola Sturgeon's saying it was historic around, but it is historic. I mean, we have seen some of the air quotes mainstream parties, the, Liberal, uh, the Labour Party and the Tories being decimated across the whole of the UK and in Scotland specifically, the, the Labour Party just disappearing down to, what, fifth place?
0: But I, but I guess the big question is, if there were to be a general election, and I'm still not sure how the, likely that is in the near future, would any of these results be replicated? Because this was a one-off, it was an unusual situation. Does this mean those parties have I d- I poor think prospects it, I think going forward?
2: This, I think it's different this time, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I think, see, you're your kind of Brexiteer in, in England, right? So the last election was... Um, so were I suppose, were a bit of a mess in 2017, um, but and there wasn't the Brexit party then. But in, in 2015, voters had to vote for the... Uh, Brexiteers had to vote Tory because they wanted the referendum. And I just think there's no reason for them to now, to now vote Tory. I, I, I just feel that, the, that we could... The, the system means that the Brexit party has to get to a certain... Level of support, whether it be you know 20 percent, thirty percent, something like that, and then it just hits a tipping point, and it can just take seat after seat after seat after seat after seat. And I, I, really think there's a there's a decent chance that you might start to see a big big block of, of Brexit Party seats in the UK Parliament. As, as awful as that would be, Um
0: isn't it crazy though that after the EU referendum result came in, a lot of people thought, oh, this is terrible. But at least we've seen the back of Nigel Farage. There's no point in UKIP anymore. We won't have to uh-huh. deal with them anymore because they are a single issue party and that single issue has is now been, haha, resolved. Yeah. Um, and yet here we are and, you know, they just won't go away.
2: Well, it's interesting the, the message that the two main parties uh, in the UK have, have taken from this election. So the Tories have very clearly thought... This means that we need to get on with Brexit, and we're being punished for not going through with Brexit. So, even from you know pretty kind of Remainy Tories are now starting to say we have to leave in an, uh, an October deal or no deal. Mm. And that I think it, it, what this is going to do is focus minds in the in, in the Tory Party. May's deal is probably still dead because she's gone, um, and no one else. I don't think will advocate for it. But I think the that opposition to Brexit among the Tories. Or opposition to hard Brexit among the Tories will have uh, collapsed, or, or certainly
1: gone down after this. Hmm. And speaking of me going, that that does raise another question as well. Of given how bad this result has been for Labour, I mean, are we going to see other people stepping down the next day, or two? Well, I no, I don't,
2: I don't think so. I don't think so because I don't. I think you know, in in normal circumstances, you probably would. But politicians seem to be able to survive anything these days. Um, Richard Leonard should be. Gone, you know. I mean, that's a terrible, terrible, terrible result for him. And he said, um, can't remember when he said it, but uh, over the last few weeks that that he would take full responsibility for this election. Should
0: he though? Well, no. I, I, Does anyone I think, I think you know, know, was to take to it was Richard Lennon anywhere near anyone's mind? <laughs> they went to the polls. No, no. Thursday. But this well, is the point. It, it, no, of course, well,
1: not. I, yeah. But, but that's but the problem because he hasn't actually defined Scottish Labour as being any different from Corbyn's party. If anything, he's worked to yeah. well, had pull Ian, it back in the mainstream today. That, um, yeah.
2: that you know, and Dugdale worked very hard to uh, to sort of disassociate Scottish Labour and, and create you know a, a separate kind of party. And you know, we can all be divided on how well that worked. But certainly, Leonard's labour is just... He's a, he's a stooge for Corbyn, isn't he? I mean, there's, there's no difference there. There's no sort of policy differences or anything like that. It's, mm-hmm. it's, so he has, to, he, can, he has to take responsibility because he's part of that machine and the, he's
1: responsible for it. Already, though, I mean, like you're saying, he, he has been saying he was going to take full responsibility, but his response today has actually been just to point the finger. He's already... I mean, this is the worst electoral performance that Labour's had in Scotland in, like, over a century... But instead of taking responsibility for it, as as he said, he's now blaming it on, again, as a quote, competing nationalisms sort of British nationalism and Scottish nationalism, saying it's pulling everyone away from the centre where Labour are sitting, or sorry, at least he seemed to believe here, um, and and they've kind of got to get back to that place again. So it's not his fault. It's because of this war between the Labour, uh, between the Toys and the SNP. And obviously that's complete nonsense. Like That's not what's actually happening at all. But I'm curious if we are gonna to start to see a little bit more pushback of Richard Leonard, because he's had a it's felt like he's had a bit of an easy ride at times, just sort of like drifting along. This might be something that sort of gets things moving to to make Labour really reevaluate where it's at in Scotland, particularly after well, every other election we've had.
0: I mean, the problem is, I, I don't think he's responsible for the result. But the only way he can argue that is by saying, "Oh no, I'm irrelevant, though." So it's it's not. You know, yeah. I don't have I don't well, have the option of having my me? own yeah. position on Brexit. But yeah. that's not a brilliant defence. But I think it's an honest defence. I don't think it really did have anything to do with him. I don't think there's anything he could have said, really, to make Scottish people vote well, Labour because uh, he has no influence over Corbyn's position.
2: But I don't think he he, he couldn't have done anything over the last kind of three, four weeks, but that's because he's built up uh, his position in the party as just doing whatever the UK party wants. Yeah. Um you know, and, and I do think that the the comparison with Kezia Dugdale is, is has has a wee bit of merit in that she did actually you could I mean her, she didn't like Corbyn, Corbyn didn't like her, seemingly they had tried to do different things, they had different policies. Um you know, what's
1: Richard Leonard done? Really? So, say what you will about Cassie Dugdale, but at least you you knew who she was. Yeah, yeah. people George. don't know. Who Richard Leonard either. No. Is it yeah. worth it
2: was asking? As they, as I, as I, I, I would have done a story on this, but I was on holiday. And I came back. I don't know. Maybe we did do a story on this. Um, <laughs> I came back and uh, we were away for ten days, and obviously came back to all of the party's leaflets in my door. Um, and the label one didn't mention Richard Lennon at all. he wasn't. It wasn't even on it. Yeah, it was just you a big, big I had a, a big Carbon face. Picture of Carbon, and it had you know. A vote Scottish Labour all that kind of stuff but not a single mention of Richard Lyon did
0: you get did you get all the flyers? yeah I did I I didn't get any because I live on the wrong side of the tracks what do you mean? well my area is not heavily uh, (laughs) heavily leafleted ahead of any election (laughs) no I didn't get a single one they just think we're all kind of poor and stupid and (laughs) 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 you don't even know what an election is I think a little bit of a fancy you do not even get a a single single one didn't get a single one did
2: you get anyone chapping the door or anything?
0: Well, I'm never in,
1: so no, 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 me yeah, I'm always <laughs> in the office. So, but yeah, that's imagine being in that really, really grim situation that you're describing. You know, of like Richard Lennon saying, "Yeah, you know what? That, uh, losing everything that wasn't my fault, but equally, if they'd gained seats, that wouldn't have been his fault either. It's <laughs> like, yeah. such a non impact." Branch manager, isn't he? Well, exactly. It goes back to Joanna Mont's branch manager stuff that mm. Keswick Dugdale did try to undo.
2: Yeah,
1: I remember Jim Murphy he was in there as well, but. Yeah, I talked but talking about this like long term like kind of toxic policy that, that um Richard Leonard's just sort of floating along in. Corbyn's now talking about finally getting his Brexit policy together but for September?
0: Yeah. What well, in time for their autumn conference? Yeah,
1: yeah. And it's been I, I mean, mean he's had on. years. Yeah. Well, and he's was, it's now got how, months. How's he yeah. saying he's
0: not got a policy? What what were these talks with Theresa May about what did he go in with if he didn't have a policy well, at the time he, of those he talks? He went in
2: with last September's policy? So no, 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 no. Seriously. Uh, yeah. So he went into those talks with last September's policy. So apparently in, in Labour you have to you can only change your policies in September. Right. That's it. So yeah. it doesn't matter what happens throughout the year. a lot, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. So I think uh, you know I think he's that's you know. I mean. Is it, is it an excuse? Is it, does he want to sort of? Um, does he? I don't think he does want to soften his Brexit stance at all. But can he blame that on the members? Do they want to be able to say well it was the members who. Changed our policy. and It was the members who made us go for a second reference rather than me. I'm still.
0: But it's of no. I, I mean, it's not going to happen. So what's the point? There's literally no point in them having a policy at all at that point. Clearly, I mean, does anyone yeah. think we're not going to leave on the thirty first of October?
2: I think it's quite unlikely now. I mean, I've got to say, I think. It, I think it really is. I can't. I don't know what circumstances you can. There's. There's no deal really to go through whoever that's not not
1: necessarily not leaving that's just not leaving with a deal
2: no no I I, I think we're yeah I think we're I think we're out you know in October definitely I I just unless Parliament somehow you know thinks finds some kind of mechanism to to stop no deal but even that you know we've read a few kind of blogs from uh, academics about whether or not Parliament has the power to do that and it's, it's not clear that it does.
0: I still don't understand why all these Tory leadership candidates are being asked, still this stupid question will you take no deal off the table what does that even mean mm-hmm. what 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 are you talking about, there is no table talk in, talk in real words you yeah. can't take something off the table if you're having your lunch there's going to have to be something on the table so if you're going to take something off the table you're going to need to put something on it doesn't make any uh. sense and I think it's sort of people are using this language to try and think oh people well, no understand deal. what that means, no one does understand what no that deal, means.
2: No deal kind of is the table and then your lunch is the deal. So if you take the deal off, then you're left with the table, which is no deal.
0: <laughs> and you're hungry. I'm confused. And,
2: and you can't. Yeah, you can't eat it. And then we all starve because there's no food. Exactly.
0: <laughs> 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 it just doesn't make any sense. It really yeah. doesn't. And you know they're all giving slightly different answers. I mean, it's just so. But,
2: but it's going to be a Brexiteer that wins that, you know. Yeah. And that's and, and it's going to be somebody who, at least, has to say. I'm willing to go through with No Deal, or, or, or I'm I'm happy with No Deal. I don't like your know. Boris Johnson, no, no, Prime Minister no. Boris yeah, Johnson. I, I, I saw some people kind of hoping that Boris Johnson might be the guy who who can bring the Tory Party with him on a second referendum. And you think what? What? Well, what I thought what, I thought
1: you were going what, to go I mean, down the more, the more accelerationist route there of um, Boris Johnson's a guy who's going to get Scotland that's independent. Oh yeah, that's what I thought well, you were yeah, going to yeah, say. I mean, well. yeah, think like yeah. I think that's true as well. Maybe great. I mean, the polling yeah, definitely yeah. indicates that a No Deal Johnson. Yeah, that's the thing. That's really no deal Johnson. No deal Johnson is. Um, I like that No deal Johnson. Yeah, yeah that's good. A no deal Johnson. That's the thing that's <laughs> going to get us over the line, quite possibly.
0: But what if yeah. it didn't? Oh, what gonna... if we got a No deal Johnson? <laughs> oh, then we, and we don't deserve it. Wasn't. Depends, really. If we, if
2: we get a, point, a No yeah. deal Johnson and we still don't vote for it, then God.
0: Yeah,
1: it's just like you know what we, can, we can sit in this yeah. mess. So, yeah. so. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But 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 no that that's that's exactly it. I mean what do you think is coming next? We've got I mean we've got the European elections are done but now we're going into this leadership role. Yeah. We're going to have the parties in theory having a little bit of a conversation with themselves about what went wrong.
0: Mm.
1: Assuming again that parties actually bother talking to themselves about that anymore because I don't
0: know that they will yeah. in the same way as for other elections. I think they'll just sort of park it and say yeah. well we need to move forward and what will we do for a general election blah blah blah. I just don't know what can be gained I mean I know that's the case every election maybe some people say what's well, done is done but such an unusual vote I don't think any of the usual conclusions can be drawn really but what I want to know is what are the chances of a general election
2: I, I, I think no. it's just no I, I think very very low yeah I mean the, the point is that, that you can get a general election basically You know, there are various mechanisms but, but probably both main parties want need to want to have it Right. And the Tories just aren't gonna want a general election with, with Nigel yeah, Farage kind of them.
0: Gonna, none of them Oh,
2: he he, he one he, he, You know, one. he thinks he can win it, but he's delusional. But but the Tories are worried about losing, you know, huge swathes of seats to, to Nigel Farage and the Brexit Party. So it's not in their interest to have a general election. And unfortunately it's kind of gotta be them that, that go for it. Um unless <laughs> Boris comes in and thinks he can just wipe out Nigel Farage in the same way that David Cameron did
0: Johnson you mean not Boris sorry Johnson no deal Johnson no deal Johnson (laughs) as he's
1: known now I mean I'm I'm in agreement I don't think they're going to go for a general election because Corbyn might want it but the Tories actually probably think that they're in a pretty good place right now and that May's coming out they're going to be able to influence whoever's coming in to potentially lead the party it could be one of their favourites each little group's probably pretty excited right now about how they're going to manoeuvre Boris Johnson or Michael Gove or whoever it's going to be into, into the top spot. like they, they don't want to put that at risk. Not only the last time when they thought they were going to get a clean a clean walk of it and instead um, lost a majority.
0: What about the point that one or maybe two of our letter writers today have made that yes, in the past we've had these new Prime Ministers installed by their parties and the public hasn't been given a vote on whether they agree, but apparently never before has this happened when the government in question has been a minority government. So, again, it comes down to, you know, what are the rules, what are the precedents? But that is a a new law that they just put in a Prime Minister. They don't have the confidence that the country will back, but they just go, eh, screw you, we're doing it anyway. We're not going to ask your opinion because we know you won't like it, but we'll just carry on regardless.
2: Well, they'll need to get, I mean, whoever it is, we'll, we'll have to get some sort of working majority in order to well, do anything really in order to pass the Queen's speech in order to uh, pass any sort of legislation so th- th- there probably will be some deal done with the DUP again we're on a couple of billion to, to Northern Ireland and they should be able to um, the Tories are kind of tearing themselves apart and I know they always do this in Europe but they are quite good at coming together after leadership contests no matter how bitter they are um, so you could you could see a, a sort of working you know, no deal Johnson majority with uh, with the DUP or whatever I just think I I think the important thing for us is that there's a real opportunity in Scotland for us to show uh, us to start making the case for independence now, and um, that that means not waiting for the SNP to do it, but it means you know joining the all under one banner marches. It means uh, getting out there, convincing people, joining up, signing up with yes groups. We've got our um, you know our kind of ten thousand steps to independence campaign. We've, we've we've got the the monthly supplements which we promised to do. The first one coming in a couple of weeks. Uh, with a big national day of action and I think just things like that we need to just be constantly telling the rest of Scotland that look, there is an alternative to this and it's a really positive alternative to this
0: Is there a danger that by focusing on the absolute worst case scenario of the no deal Johnson um, that the yes side risks um, overplaying that and then if we get Gove or Rab or any of the other you know Weak candidates, but they're not Johnson. And uh-huh. so, if we focus on, you're going to get it, it's a, it's a choice between Boris Johnson PM or independence. Then, what if it's not Boris Johnson? Is there a danger that people go, "Oh, Michael Gove, we don't love him, but he's not well, bad as bad as Johnson." Could be a worse. It could Yeah, be worse. That, I think that's a danger. I think
2: it depends on what what they do with Brexit, and if they take you know, if Dominic Rab is is a real kind of. Oh, I mean, he's. <laughs> He's kind of hardline right wing, you know, slashing taxes and uh, no deal Brexit, uh, trade deal with Trump kind of type guy. You know, he's 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 bad. Maybe maybe he doesn't as as well known as Boris Johnson, um, but he's he's a pretty bad option. I, I I think anyone who takes Scotland out of the EU uh, without a deal, against their will, yeah, you know, that's that's a bad candidate. Um, and I think that's a, the, the the clearest. As clear a signal as as it'll ever be
1: that we need independence. See, for me, I think it's more going to be, I think that'll play a part of it. But I do also see your concern, Shona. That there is, I feel, a general weariness that will continue to grow and grow and grow, that people like Boris Johnson will just keep feeding into until eventually everyone's like, you know, no matter where they were, they kind of worn enough away that, like, no, we just need to go and give this another go. It won't necessarily just be Brexit, it won't necessarily just be Boris Johnson, or not Boris Johnson, but I think it's all this cumulative effect of just, now that we've asked the question of where Scotland's place within the union is, everything's going to kind of chip away at that a little bit, everything's going to be framed in that context, whether we intend to or not. That'll, that'll be what eventually gets us here I think.
2: I think so yeah I think so and I think people have been um, worrying about why the polls aren't really shifting but there's there's a lot kind of going on behind the scenes there and there are a lot of people who are who are just sort of having their doubts about the union grow and their sort of resolve against independence kind of chipped away at and I think you're already starting to see sort of small ticks up in the support for independence you know the last couple of polls 48, 49 brilliant I don't think it'll be long before we start seeing the first couple that that, that show a consistent majority for independence. Um and, and it's our job to to try and I don't know, make 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 that, that happen quicker than it might
1: otherwise Exactly and just um, to kind of wrap that up then there I'll just finish with a bit of a quote I can't remember exactly who it was but they're talking about bankruptcy but for me this is how it applies to um, Scottish independence rather support for it when describing bankruptcy they said how did you go bankrupt and like well a little bit a little bit at a time and then all at once and that's yeah. I think um, it will be with independence it will be yeah. this little bit a little bit and then all at once
2: yeah I think, so I think so too I think before before we go can I just say Oh, what a great edition of the national we've got coming up tomorrow! Uh, make sure you <laughs> please come up. Tell us about this. Yeah, yeah of it's uh, twenty-one pages of, of election stuff, which is more than half of the paper. So we've had to drop some of the other kind of regular things. Um, loads of stuff. Um, you know, Michael Fry, regions of Doug, Kirsty Strickland, Kirsty Hughes, impact on Scottish Labour. Uh, you know, the history of the worst election defeats. uh well stuff from Europe.
1: Loads and loads and loads of great stuff. So don't miss out on that. Okay, great. And you can pick that up in the shops tomorrow. Yep. And as always, please do subscribe to The National Online if you do want to get that straight into your inbox every morning. And do leave a wee comment down below and let us know what you thought about this week's episode. But that's us for this. Uh, well, for now, I guess and we'll be back in a couple of days with our more regular podcast. Have we talked about everything we want to this week? No, there'll be days more of stuff by yeah. then. So we'll be back on Wednesday. Uh, cool. Thank you to both of you for coming and joining me and thank you for tuning in and having a listen but until Wednesday uh, do keep an eye on the National for all the latest on the European elections.